0: hey i'm mccoy here and you are listening to the solar panel
1: hello and welcome everybody into another edition of the solar panel whether you're watching live on youtube or facebook listening to the podcast you know it's all can we start the show over yeah let's do that yeah,
0: Hi everyone, Team Kitsch from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz. Tonight's matchup on the solar panel: Espo versus the Silver Fox versus Carmel Thunder. Ahoy, ahoy!
1: Oh, it's a new. One. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we might as well change this background too, huh? There yeah. we go. Hey,
1: hey, hey! You guys thought you guys thought we were just screwing around or messing up? No. <laughs> Welcome into the solar panel. Whether you're watching us on YouTube, listening to us on the podcast, however you're getting us, we appreciate you, the flaming ballers, for joining us on the show. I'm your host, Greg Esposito. Ahoy, hoy! Uh, alongside me, as always, is the silver fox, Dave King.
2: Dave, how are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Even though you put Dick Van Arsdale next to me as <laughs> uh, rolling, Dick
0: Van Arsdale, huh? Well,
1: we thought. <laughs> Old,
2: white,
0: and
1: have been watching the sun since the 60s. That's Dave. (laughs) 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 And below me, as always, the Carmel Thunder from down under. It's Saul Bookman. Saul. How are you, my friend?
0: Awesome. You can also find me at LinkedIn. Apparently, right here. <laughs> I
1: sent you the so new that's one. Cool.
0: I don't have the new one, so uh, hit me emails. up on LinkedIn if you need a job, or you know, or so, if you have a job.
1: Saul <laughs> is Saul is looking for a new podcast. To, there it is, right to there. To join, LinkedIn. you can oh, find right him on right LinkedIn. There, right there. Right there. There you go. <laughs> the Saul is uh, the underscore is there because the Saul is ashamed of the Bookman when they're looking for jobs. It's the top half is wearing a suit jacket. The bottom half is wearing surfer shorts. So that's what you get when you come to the this Sun is actually Solar Channel.
0: Very, very true.
1: A big thank you that's to Tim everything. Kittrow, the voice of NBA Jam, for doing our new voiceover. You saw that's it awesome new intro. We will be rocking that each week. Thank you to Tom O'Grady, the man who actually created the Sun's Sunburst logo and jerseys in the 90s. He and his company created our new logo, so glad to have that. It is part of Sons Heritage. uh, Tom is, and it's nice to have him do something that is so very cool. Espo,
2: are you actually like the new the new age Benjamin Button? Because you got all these. I mean, it just seems like you have more connections to old timey things than I do.
1: (laughs) You know, you when you love things, you love things, and I've loved the Phoenix Suns. For a very long time, but I am super <laughs> excited. We have a very special show on tap, and we're not going to wait. We're not going to dilly dally to give Dave a phrase that he understands from, uh, from I do. his do. I got that
2: one. <laughs> we're going to get home. right
1: into it as we have a very <laughs> special guest. He is Phoenix Suns guard Langston Galloway. Let's bring him on. Langston, thanks so much for joining us on the program today.
3: i right, glad to be on. Thank you guys for having me.
1: Hey, It's uh, Greg, along with Dave and Saul here and uh you know i want to just start off right away and ask you what does it feel like to get in the zone because you've had a few moments (laughs) this season where you just can't miss and i can only imagine what it's like to be in that range
3: no i think that um for the most part when when you're in a zone it's just all about um being able to just kind of feel your shots feel um possessions go by and it's like it's kind of just like taking one step at a time, not really overlooking each possession, but just like, you know, taking a possession and, and really just taking it all in one step at a time. And and it's and it's hard to, say, like, talk about because when you're in a zone, you don't really know that you're in a zone if you, if you kind of understand that. It's just like, it just happens. And then um, it, it's just like a culmination of all the hard work and all the dedication and, and sacrifice that you put in, and it and it just comes together at one moment. And, uh, and it could be for... A whole game, or you know, whatever extent that you're in the game. That's 17 Link, points, Link, second Link, quarter
2: wait, Detroit, right? Sorry, guys. Go sorry, ahead, sorry,
0: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, Langston. When when you're in the zone, is isn't there like maybe a, like a shot that you hit that you you were like, oh, I probably shouldn't have hit that shot. That that tells you like, oh, this might be one of those nights.
3: Um, I mean, you you definitely get those moments where it's like one that might bounce in, or maybe it might be a weird angle. Just like, man, I hit that shot. Okay, well, maybe it might be a good night. Uh, well, maybe it might be a layup. I've hit a couple of like layups that have been like, man, I didn't even think I could make that layup. And it's like, all right, I think it's gonna be a good night.
2: You had that 17 point second quarter against Detroit earlier this year, and it uh, your release, your shot release on, on the catch, uh, how. How long did it take you to get to the point where you can get that shot off so quickly?
3: I think it's 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 been, um, I'd probably say about three or four years now that I've been working on my, just perfecting my shot. And I think that uh, I give a lot of credit to, I was working with Drew Hanlon at the time, and uh, he helped me with just speeding up my release uh, from the standpoint of I had like a little like uh, hesitation at the bottom of my shot. So I was like, well, let me try to find a way to get that out. And it wasn't nothing like major that I did, but just something where I, I could release it a little earlier to let the ball uh, get a little bit more flight um, and just give give it a chance. And uh, and once I did that, I mean, I've just kind of taken it to a whole nother level and trying to do different drills, do different things and just speed it up. And and uh, and it's all about feel now. I mean, you, you I really don't like, it's, I don't really hold follow throughs or anything like that, but I know like, hey, look, it's, this is good once I release it, like it's gone. I, I know it's good.
1: Langston, in the offseason, you got the opportunity to choose where you wanted to play. You chose Phoenix in the end. Did you ever imagine when you decided to become a son that at the all-star break, you'd be sitting with the second best record in the league when you looked at uh, what you were joining?
3: I, I never, I never assumed that. I just wanted to be a part of a team that uh, I felt like was on the, the up, uprise and, and had opportunity to, to make the playoffs. And that's what I, all, all I kept thinking was, Hey, if I can get on a team that's going to the playoffs, I might have opportunity to get to the playoffs. I can help myself going forward, you know, get an opportunity to, once we got to the playoffs, they really showcase my skills. So, uh, it's, it's really been, uh, a, a phenomenal journey so far. And it's like, you, you know, you take the season in, in parts. It's like, Hey, look, you try to have a great, first part of the season and then once you get to the second part it's like oh, it's a whole new season so you have to kind of refresh revamp and, and and you know that hey look the teams are going to come at you even harder because they know that hey look you're the top dog now so teams are going to try to knock you off every single night
2: hey tell uh tell us about uh take us inside the free agent period when when you were going through that it was such a quick free agent period in november everybody had to choose teams and seemed like five minutes Ah, uh, tell us uh, how it came about that you picked the Suns. Who called you, and 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 what were what was your thought process?
3: Yeah, no, I, I mean I, I talked to all the teams, but um, I I had an opportunity to like t- kind of pick, um, and and that's what I was like really hoping it was going to come down to like, hey, look, I had a couple choices that I could make, and um, just a situation that would give me opportunity to you know maybe get time on the floor or maybe just get that, like I said, the opportunity to play in the playoffs. And, um, and when the sun's called and, uh, I got a chance to talk to them. I was like, hey, this might be the perfect opportunity knowing that CP had just came here. They already had deep book and, uh, Deandre Aiden. So they had, they had a real great core so far. And, uh, you know, being a veteran now in the NBA, I thought it was a, a great opportunity for me, um, to go to, to a great situation. Um, but like, like you said, the, the free period was, was like, it was so fast because you kind of had the draft and then two nights later, then free agency started. And then you went from free agency starting to the signing period, I think was like 24 hours or maybe 48 hours right after that. So it's like everything was like bang, bang, bang. And it's like you had to knock it all out within a couple of days and and. It was hard. It was hard for, you know, I mean, I, I can't imagine there's a, there's a lot of guys that are still out there right now um, that are still trying to get a job. And it's like, yeah, it, it was it was very limited uh, on who they were signing or people teams were signing. And, and also like management saying, hey, look, we're going to take 14, 15 guys when you just you have a whole COVID season that they, nobody knows what's going to happen this season. Like nobody knows if this season's going to finish or not. So yeah. it, it was a lot of unknowns for sure. And, and see
1: here, I thought it was my text the week before free agency started. Why well, you wound up here in Phoenix, Langston? Oh,
0: look at this! That's <laughs> right oh, this guy me. freaking name dropping already. Here we go, hey, Langston.
3: I was just trying to ask him. Of course, that's all I was worried about. He <laughs> <laughs> got you covered. You know that,
0: Langston. You're a big time sneakerhead, and one of the questions in the chat is, uh, you know, what is your favorite pair that you own, and and what is your pair, uh, your favorite pair of Jordans?
3: Yeah, So, my, my favorite of all time is the Jordan 13. He got games, that's like my favorite of all time when I was a kid. Long story about it, but that's that's like kind of like my the story, the, the, the shoe that started my whole collection. But, uh, I mean, there's, there's a few that I, I would say that are, are huge in my collection. I mean, I have a pair of Kobe, I want to say that Kobe nines that got signed by Kobe, um, uh, in the last game we played against them out there in Staples so that's that's probably like my biggest like prize possession knowing that everything that happened so um it's, it's definitely one that that commemorates that but then also too i have another pair of um um these i i guess you could say like steve nash's but it like some old school steve nash's that uh i collected over over time some pe so i mean i'm a big like PE guy and and sample guy. So I've been like, I've got every general release that you kind of think of. So now I'm like, all right, I got to get all the exclusive pairs now. So that that way, you know, it can kind of define my own collection.
1: Well, Langston, it's been kind of a a weird season in terms of rotations and everything. Uh, You know, minutes have, have vacillated for you. How do you stay prepared knowing that at any minute, your number can, can get called with Monty Williams. How how does that process work, and how does Monty keep you mentally ready to come in the game at any point?
3: I, I think for the most part, uh, everybody looks at me as as being professional and, and and being able to be ready at all times. But for me, the biggest thing is just uh, just working on my game every single day. Where whether that's you know me playing uh, in the game or not, I try to come early to the arena and try to get a, a lot of shots up work on things that I, I normally don't work on. So I might try to get up maybe 250 to 500 makes before the game even starts. So I, I'll get there. I mean, again, if the game's at seven, I'll probably get there around uh, three o'clock and, and just get a whole bunch of shots up before the game and, and try to just, just like I said, mentally stay prepared. Uh, knowing that I, I have my, I, I've got my work in and say, Hey, look, if, if everything goes well, I get in the game, I'm ready. But if not, Hey, look, I'll be ready for the next game or, or practice tomorrow to, to get back in the lab and, and work on it some more
2: what kind of notice do you get do you get any kind of indication before the games whether you're going to be in that rotation because you, you you are obviously you're uh, you're sharing minutes with Etwan and and javon and and uh abdul and all that and uh, do you get any indication before the game starts as to whether this will be your night
3: um normally not not so much um you just kind of just go in the game just with the unknown and uh like i said I, I've been in this game a long time, and I know that uh, you just got to be ready. You just got to be ready because you just don't know. Like any, like anything can happen. Um, pre-game, during the game, like anything can happen. So you just got to be ready and uh, just know that. Hey, look, uh, when, when your number is called, it's it's, it's you know a showtime.
0: Langston, you 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 launched a new series called Kicking It with LG. Uh, you want you tell us about how that started and and uh, how how excited you are about that.
3: Yeah, no, nah, the Suns gave me the opportunity to kind of start my own multimedia series. And I was very excited because I knew that this would give me my own platform to kind of talk about, um, you know, the behind the scenes that most fans don't even get opportunity to talk about with the players. And um, and also, too, me being interested in broadcasting and, and just always trying to keep whatever I want to do off the court, um, in, in rotation, um I, I'm always just working on new things, working on just adding um, different just opportunities that might might come about. And I think that when I Well any
0: anytime you want us to replace Dave, uh you are <laughs> yeah, yeah. always
2: welcome. So hey, there you go. I'll step aside happily if, <laughs> if we can get you on this show.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean I mean it's 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 a, it's a great opportunity just to you know get behind the camera and and be able to come up with my own questions and be able to kind of just let the players have their own voice and, and, and let them just grow and, and, and showcase who they are to the, to the fans. So
1: Langston, if you and Devin Booker in a three point shoot, shooting contest in practice, who's going to win that one?
3: I mean, it's going to be a lot of, I'm going to say myself. He's going to say, himself. I mean, I, it's, it's, you know, it's up, it's up to you, that's for sure. I mean, hey,
0: look, I, like,
3: hey, I'm always going to be confident in myself, knowing what I do, what, and, all the hard work I put in. So always oh, going to be me. <laughs> can we talk
2: for a second about the difference between three-point shooting in practice like that, having contests with, with the fellas or or in a three-point contest, and then actually in games? Uh, what is the uh, – can you just take us through as a player, because most of us haven't played the game uh, at your level, obviously at your level. Um, what's the big difference in, in being able to make shots in a game as, at a high level like you can?
3: The, the biggest thing um... – from practice to game is like, you know, practice is, is one thing. Like you, you might have guys maybe going half speed or maybe they um, might not be as locked in or the moment might not be as big because, you know, the fans and you have situational uh, shots and all that. But then um, when you go to a game situation, it could be you haven't touched the ball for a whole quarter or you, I mean, or it could be, um, late game and, and you know team needs a shot or they want to play for you like it's, it's a whole bunch of different situations that, that might come about so um you do have those situations in practice when coach say he draws up a play like we're playing against the other team or the penny team or whatever and he's like hey look we need a bucket right here and draw draw a play so that's, that's kind of similar but it's just it's just something different when the lights come on and hey look that's that's this is go time for real
0: well we have a pretty cool uh Dave, you got a, a pretty cool
2: stat, yeah? I do. Um stat me. Sorry, I'm the nerd on the show. <laughs> um yeah, so when I looked up when I was looking at, at things this week, I realized that you are basically having a career year shooting, your highest three point shooting percentage, highest effective field goal, true shooting, all that stuff, all those analysis analysis stats, but um your lowest minutes per game. So it is are th- are they related to each other at all do you feel like this is, is this is your best year what what's your take on on that
3: no i mean um all i can say is oh what's up big boy okay. <laughs> My- <Yeah. laughs> there we go it's
2: time for
0: cartoons dad <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, but from from the standpoint of just being efficient like that's that's number 1 like as a basketball player you want to be efficient but then also too um you definitely want to um, just showcase when you're out there and and i, I can't control like the minutes and all that because that's that's not my that's not my um, field but um for me you know the minutes that I do get and, and making the most of that i try to make the most of it
1: well Langston we will let you get going and do the most important job that you have being a dad there we appreciate yeah. you taking out taking the time enjoy your all-star break and thanks so much again man
3: thank you guys appreciate it
1: that is Suns guard Langston Galloway joining us on the program. Make sure to check out his and suns.com and the yeah, Suns social dope. channels. Uh, yeah. Hey, that he is dope. a he is one of the more interesting guys I've had the opportunity to meet. He uh, we didn't get a chance to get into it because he had to go, obviously. But he's a vegan. He's studying to become a trainer uh, as well after the game. Uh, after he's done with the game, just so uh, in part so he can understand his body better while he's training now, but also so he can help kids and and young players after the game as well, which is, is really cool to me that he has the foresight to to do that. He spent time during the pandemic studying for that and uh and is studying his nutrition as well i think it's just that he's just a cool guy in general and very nice of him to take a few minutes out of his all-star break to join us this early on a saturday especially on a saturday dude that's that's
0: dude that's boss that is that is just (laughs) that is just so dope um, and, uh, it, I mean, he, that's why he, he was so revered as a great teammate and a great person before he even got here. I know that's you, you've had a relationship with him in the past, uh, it, it, him, each one more like the guys on this team. I think if you look down on, at, at their core are a vast difference from what it used to be you know, five years ago, four years ago, three years ago, you know, even all the way up to the Trevor Ariza stuff where you're like, you know, Trevor Ariza is actually a good guy. If you, if you don't know the stuff that he does in the community, especially in the Los Angeles area, he does a lot of great stuff, but his time, his tenure here was just awful. And this is such a drastic difference from that. Um, and I, I really couldn't be happier for, for really the fans because the fans want to buy into teams. They want to buy into these, these guys. They want to buy into them as human beings in addition to the players. And it's so easy to do that when you have guys like Langston Galloway in the fold.
1: Well, and I think that speaks to James Jones' process here and what he was looking to build and the foundation that he's talked about. Guys like Langston Galloway are how you build that foundation. Chris Paul is great, and, it, and it's fantastic to have him. Obviously, he changes the way you play, but you change the locker room with guys like Langston, his approach. Uh, obviously, very, uh, very humble in mm-hmm. terms of – Talking about the minutes there and just being ready, and the and the process and effort he puts in to make sure when he's called upon, he's efficient. Uh, one thing he seemed very confused by was "stat me, Dave." Uh, the, the video. <laughs> he laughed though. He did yeah, laugh. He did. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we threw that at an NBA player. Yeah, oh, man, <laughs> text. What in the world was that?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you got you got to have fun, right? I mean, all the yeah. questions that we were asking. Sometimes you just you're like, oh, what's it feel like to shoot a basketball there, Langston? <laughs> you know, like sometimes you know you just gotta mix it up a little bit. Oh, I, I,
2: I that love. That was great. Uh,
0: I, just, I really did I just, want to get to the vegan question. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't get to that because I, yeah. you know, me being a chub, I really want to know how I can eat better in my life. And, uh, it would have been nice to hear that from him.
1: I can, you can learn how to be a vegan from a non-NBA player. You realize that, right? No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know,
0: but, <laughs> but, but I don't, talk, I don't, learn I don't know. I don't know a lot of vegans and I don't talk to a lot of vegans. So to have one on here as Spo would have been nice. How do you Thank know I'm you? not
1: a vegan? How do you know I'm not a
2: vegan? Wow,
1: that's exactly yeah, the okay. response I expected.
2: You're, you look like you're a meatin'.
1: <laughs> how many, how many plants and, ve- and vegetables, and carbon? Would, would I have to eat to look like this as a vegan? Would be the question that Langston hey, would man. break legs. There oh, is, God. look, I
2: do have, I do have a, um, a family member who, and I won't, I won't say who, but is not small and is a vegan because it was uh, as a vegan you can still eat a lot of pasta isn't that right or am i thinking vegetarian no vegan you can still eat pasta like crazy
1: there's egg and there's egg and there's egg and pasta pasta.
0: some pastas don't have egg i I believe though yeah
2: (laughs) so maybe i'm thinking of it i don't know but this vegetarians can eat pasta healthy lifestyle but they eat a bowl of pasta every night so Buck dog in on. the
1: chat says espo eats vegans and that would be, <laughs> that would be more likely i guess <laughs> but, but so thank you again to langston galloway
2: agrarian libra- in the chat uh, says that uh, i apparently he's a vegan so call me anytime or he just really likes you one of those two <laughs>
1: Thank you anyway. again to Langston Galloway for joining us on the program. Yeah, <laughs> I apologize to anybody awesome. that was looking for dietary tips that hey, we look, didn't get I give, to give,
2: I gotta give uh Monty and James uh I don't know who comes first on the on the recruiting guys or knowing which guys to sign. But when you when you've got guys like Langston Galloway, Etwan Moore, those guys at the end of your bench who know they're not gonna necessarily get minutes that night, they're ready to come in anytime ready to also sit out the game anytime, knowing that this is what they signed up for, and they don't gripe about it halfway through the season, that's pretty incredible. I, didn't, I think I didn't, those guys did a great job.
0: I didn't want to tell Langston, you know, Langston, back when I was in my day, I hit a shot one time when I was in this. I didn't want to do that, so I just asked him, like, you know, the question.
1: So you didn't want name drop. I didn't want, want, to name, drop.
0: To I didn't want to name drop like Espo did, you know
1: yeah hmm. i wonder how he it. got on the show it's in my text
0: <laughs> oh so i reached out to langston because he's on my phone
1: yeah, okay. <laughs> I, i'll happily not get any guests moving forward if you'd like us to, to no, do no,
2: that we want all the guests as we, we are good. Away, We're good.
0: there we
1: so go let's uh, let's away. shift gears uh again watch kicking it with lg On the sun's uh, channels. We appreciate Langston Galloway joining us on the program. Uh, Let's shift gears. All-star weekend is this weekend. Uh, Obviously no all-star Saturday night because we are in whatever this weird world we've been living in for a year. Is but there will be all star Sunday, which is jam packed with everything you expect in an all star weekend in a much smaller time frame. You will get the skills competition, which CP3 will be in the all star game, and then a dunk competition at halftime three point competition before the game. But I'm obviously burying the lead here. Devin Booker, after banging knees in his final, uh, first half of the season appearance, will not play in the all-star game or participate in the three-point shootout. Sounds like there's nothing serious with the knee, just some swelling due to the fact that, well, he slammed knees into another human being uh, against the Warriors and that hurts. So he won't be in the game. Is this a huge loss for, uh, for Devin Booker and the Suns, or is this one of those things you go, Hey, nice to be named, but actually probably better that he doesn't uh, put any additional wear and tear on himself.
2: I think it's a, it's not a big loss right now in the season. Absolutely, uh, The only time it's a big loss is if he missed the playoffs. Uh, these guys are poised for the playoffs. They do have depth at guard. They have a lot of depth at guard. They can they can afford to uh, miss a week or so or a few games of Devin Booker. They did earlier this season. They can do it again. Chris Paul just steps up. Um, you've got, obviously, Langston Galloway ready to come in. Abdul Nader ready to come in. Etuan Moore. All these guys, there is some good, there is some playable depth for the middle part of the season if Booker sits out a little bit. Um, obviously, it's it's this is the best time he could possibly have that issue.
0: No, I agree. Uh, I don't care about the All-Star game. Uh, it, it says two-time All-Star on his bio now. That's all that matters. Move along and uh, end a discussion.
1: Yeah, most people aren't going to remember. You know, when they look back at his career, they're not going to remember. Oh, yeah, that was the All Star game he didn't participate in because hopefully it'll be a lot more than uh, you know two times in the All Star game. Hopefully that'll be one of seven, eight, nine, ten opportunities, yeah, right. to be in the All Star game. Where I am disappointed, he was poised
2: bit. to get more time. I think anyway because um, he was what was he second or third picked on hey... Morning tall. Yes. Uh, he was the second or third. Pick. That um, wasn't
0: that wasn't a knock on you, Dave. I just it's been a yeah. Every time
2: it's always when I'm talking. I get it. <laughs> he knows he's
1: got a long time to do it before uh, before he has to speak again. The,
0: the the hamster's in there. It's just the wheel's not spinning. So no,
2: it's fine. It's fine. You know the one it's thing I'm a-
1: I'm actually disappointed in is that he won't participate in the three point shootout because yeah. I wanted to see what probably would have been him and Steph in the finals. I, it, yeah. Just thinking, uh, trying to project forward a little bit, but uh, that would have been a heck of a of a contest, uh, and it would have been interesting to see how much effort these guys put in because they off to play in the game right after too. So uh, it, it would have been really interesting, Dave, to your point. KD did, did pick him uh, third overall, uh, I think, out of the reserves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Before LeBron
2: I, could. LeBron was reportedly yeah. a little – a little frustrated on that one, so that's good.
1: I mean, and and there were a lot of there was a lot of good talent still on the board when Devin Booker went off. So there's obviously, uh, you know, a lot of of respect. With How about him.
2: those two jazz players being the last kids on the playground to get picked?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Especially when LeBron said he needed some size, and Gobert sitting there, and he didn't take Gobert. Well, and you then
2: know. LeBron afterwards even even doubled down on it, saying, "Dude, we never picked the Jazz in in two K either." <laughs>
1: well, yeah, and everybody's like, "Well, NBA Jam, Stockton, Malone." I'm like, "LeBron wasn't playing early, old school NBA Jam." Let's be honest, LeBron yeah. is not uh, is not likely a big fan of that. I'm guessing, uh, you know, he's he's right on know. that cusp of the
0: age. You don't know. He's 35. I mean, yeah. how old are you, Espo? I'm 37,
1: pushing 38. See, he's not that far off. Right on the cusp. He still wasn't playing with the Jazz because none of us really actually did. I No, I he had
0: cooler things there. to do, like playing basketball
2: yeah. and being you popular. You didn't even have to finish that. He just, he just had cooler things to do. Yeah, that <laughs> no, is true. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Uh,
1: so, so do you guys think that that's some validation for Devin uh, simply being picked that early in this player draft? Because I think it shows where the media, some fans yeah. may severely underrate this guy the players obviously don't they take him seriously
2: I've, the players um, have always i'm sorry it's all. No, you go know. go ahead dev go ahead Dave. go ahead the players have always taken devin booker seriously when he was 19 years old 18 years old um, i i used to track obviously uh for the for the website brightsideofthesun.com i used to track all the times a star player said that he was next he was next he was coming he was the next grade shooting guard uh, you got D. Wade. You had LeBron early on. You had several others, uh, stars at the time <clears throat> saying, I can't believe that was four years ago that they were saying that. He's been loved the entire time. He's been in the NBA, respected by the players. And uh, it's just uh, the media wants to categorize, you know, the wins and losses and and uh, players don't worry about that stuff.
0: Well they, they do worry about that stuff, but they, they don't judge a player. <laughs> as far as that yeah, because, that's what I mean. So. You know, what I mean it's like you could you know, you can go to a to any rec center and see like some dude is balling his, his out of his mind, but the team around him is just garbage, you know what I mean? And that's exactly what Booker's had had to deal with for a large portion of his career is just a bunch of dudes that don't really know how to play. And, uh, and so you can still – game recognizes game, right? That's what they say all the yeah. time. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. And uh, I'm glad he's getting the respect that he deserves. Um, he's always had that respect within the player circles. Uh, and uh, once the coaches pull their head out of their, their you-know-whats, uh, maybe they'll start to recognize that he's a legit player. And they need – anytime you have to game plan around somebody, he's automatically – somebody to be paying attention to period. Like Mm -hmm. there's, there's been clips lately of Devin Booker, uh, like video breakdowns where Devin Booker literally draws all five guys on the defense to him. Like Mm -hmm. you don't just do that for
1: normal guys. He's just, let look. I don't need the coaches to, to to take their heads out of the backside. That's fine. I need the refs, too. That'd be nice. Or the or the national media who thinks he's ready to leave Phoenix to go to New York at the drop of a hat. You all can shut up, too.
2: Hey, well, how about one of, friend, uh, one of our friend podcasters, uh, Darth Voida? He actually uh, – no, no, sorry. It was Fanning the Flames. It was those guys on Fanning the Flames. Anyway, what they did is they looked up the Suns' record against certain referees, and that Justin Van Dyne who kicked – uh, booker out of the game the other night the Suns have a 20 percent winning percentage in games that he refs
1: yeah well, they book lose four left. out of
2: five games
1: they won the lakers one and that's all that matters even without book, so uh th- there you go buddy uh swallow the whistle next time is, is all i have to say because
0: um, tim donahy looking at us
2: <laughs> let's talk let's talk for a second about this booker to the knicks bs look first
0: of all i didn't even see this this is how useless this is go ahead there was two, it is two
1: espn shows that brought it up two radio shows
2: guess why? <laughs> why because the knicks get ratings and trades get ratings and so that's what they do they they predict all these trades and and, and signings to the lakers the knicks the, the biggest markets that's what they do that's that's their job they're paid to do that they're told to come in and say hey come up with something for for our biggest clickers you know uh, and, John, and that's okay, it. and
1: that's that's a great point dave it's time to move to our new segment trade time let's pick no i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> i was like what i don't have a graphic
1: for that <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start making fake trades
0: <laughs> you <up>. you <laughs> really had me scrambling i clicked on the i was looking at oh, the God. graphics i was like what the hell
1: <laughs> look the thing with the ESPN stuff is it's so damn lazy, too. They're like, well, yeah. his agent, his agent, uh, former agent, is now heading up the Knicks. And he met World Wide West once, So, uh, and New York is New York. So it all adds up because, well, Devin well, Booker, his Booker can't former, be happy in Phoenix. his
2: former agent now runs the Knicks and blah, 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 blah. So, Herbie, Look, I 1, Booker doesn't want to go. What's that?
0: I said, Herbie, I 1,000%
1: agree. He says, respectfully, why waste the time on this? Why BS waste team? the
0: time? All right.
1: Okay. I agree. Let's shift yeah. back to the yeah. All-Star yeah. game. The Suns
0: should tr- trade their best player in the middle of their <laughs> best season in 10 years to the Knicks. Yeah. Okay.
1: Move along. For the Statue of Liberty and some pizza. I I might consider that the pizza part because, you know, I'm not a vegan, we've established. Uh, uh, All-Star <laughs> weekend, last, uh, last topic there, though. CP3, obviously still playing. He'll be playing in the game. He'll be taking uh he will be taking part in the skills competition as well Uh, so we'll start with you but i want to know is there a better chance that cp3 wins all-star game mvp or wins a skill competition
0: uh skills competition skills competition. i mean cp3 would have to drop 30 in the game and he's not going to play long enough for that so yeah definitely skills competition
2: Uh, i i think i totally agree
1: i think MVP chance if he uh, if he gets off some pretty lobs to a few guys and. MVP chance from who? It's gonna be like a thousand people there. I said chance, not chance. Like he has a chance to win MVP. Not fans will chant MVP at him. (laughs) Okay, maybe Suns fans will this season at the arena. You know, all three thousand of them. Well,
0: hey, things are starting to open up a little bit more and more. You saw the news yesterday.
1: Uh, Maybe five thousand. I I heard. they may oh, be moving geez. up to five thousand.
2: Sell out crowds by the end of well, the season, our, baby. Well, our esteemed governor has just issued an executive order not to um, not to limit congregations and stuff like that. So, restaurants, all that. There's no more. There's no more space limitations. Let's go going baby. Forward. So Let's come, go. come
1: join me in the uh, in the walk-in closet next week, next weekend, guys. Here we we'll go. <laughs> at the wide angle lens. We'll do the show premiere. <laughs> three people within three inches of each other. It'll be an entertaining show. Uh, so. Any, any expectations before we shift from the all-star game? Any, anything you want to see? I really enjoyed.
2: Okay. Well, as far as Chris Paul, I don't think he's going to do much this year. I think he's, he's beyond all that stuff. Uh, he just wants to win games. He wants to, he wants to get that, 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 that playoff, uh, problem off his back and, and actually do better. And that's great for the Suns. I don't think he cares about the all-star game in the game. Um, but as far as the All-Star game, well, I'm looking forward to actually to watching the end of that because I love that Elam ending. Last year they did that. The first team to 24 points or something like that in the fourth quarter – or I, f- I forget exactly how it works, but basically it was a race to score rather than a race to finish with the most points, and it was just so fun at the end, so fun to watch, and so I'm looking forward to that at the end of the All Star Game this year. Yeah,
0: it's it's like the after the fourth quarter or something like that. Then they say like the first team to like 124 or something like that, and then they then they yeah. play until yeah get like 20. It's, yeah, the the team point, 20- it's right basically like it, okay. it's it's basically like pickup basketball. At that yeah. point, in, in in the rec, so they, um,
1: they add twenty four points to whoever's leading, and whichever yeah. team gets to that point
2: total yeah. uh, is the winner. That, so. and so that, in an actually, game, that could be either team. That's that's what made it so fun
0: for sure. And that's 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 what I love about um the 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 basketball tournament TBT. That's that's who started the Elam ending and uh and there's just a great idea for the NBA to pick that up and run with it because it is it's funner it's funner to watch that because you're like mm-hmm. there is no time there's no clock it's just it's just basketball
2: just a race to score that is absolutely perfect for an all-star game it's just one thing ideal. One,
1: one thing I'm hoping for from the all-star game because they had to move it from Indy to Atlanta there's some discussion about what the uniforms will be and everything uh, we know I'm a uniform nerd LeBron uh, and, and Warner Brothers leaks the Toon Squad photos earlier this week. Do we see some corporate tie-in where we get Toon Squad, uh, Team LeBron versus Monstars, KD, and they, they wear those uniforms maybe? That would be cool. Isn't TNT a, a Warner company? It is. Well, there you go. That's oh, That's what I'm... How I think that would be one of the most talked about things uh, of the season because people like nerdy stuff like that. So that's what I'm hoping to see at the All-Star Game. Shout out to Flaming Baller Blaze Megatron in the chat who says, Statue of Liberty has good length, but French bigs are kind of soft. So Yes, that's why we wouldn't trade Devin Booker for for the Statue of Liberty. I don't think she'd uh, beat out uh, DA for (laughs) playing time at center. So good analysis from the chat. As always, Dave, next topic has a lot to do with you. And no, we're not talking about your relationships. We are going to talk about an (laughs) article that you put on that site that you mentioned earlier, brightsideofthesun.com. Read it if you choose to have more
2: of Dave in your life, Uh,
1: another talented
2: writer. If you like to read as well as watch and listen, yes.
1: If you want more Dave in your life or talented writers, you can head over to (laughs) brightsideofthesun.com. You know, you had a great piece over there talking about is this team as good or better than the seven seconds or less team? I reacted to the tweet without, yeah, before I actually read through
2: 99% article. of people.
1: So I want to give you an opportunity to explain yourself and defend it before you're eviscerated by Saul and I, if we don't agree. So.
2: Well, okay. So first of all, I, when I, when I write a story, I don't actually know how it's going to turn out. I like, I like doing the research. I like uh, to walking through it. No, seriously. If you come in with a conclusion already, then then you're biased and you're blind. So okay. I'd rather let the story tell itself, and then come to the and then also let the readers come to their own conclusions after sharing the the information. Um, is this obviously? No one wants this team to, or thinks this team should be better than the SSOL teams because those teams made it to conference finals and almost made it to the finals and all that. And this Suns team, all they've done is played half a season. But if you look at the makeup of the teams, and I, I look, I'm not <laughs> saying this team could be better than the 07 team on paper. I've uh, no, but how about that 06 team where Steve Nash is the defending MVP? Um, absolutely, but really, Steve Nash is, is a multi time all star just like Chris Paul. Uh, they've he's got a high scoring wingman. Uh, there was Amari Stoudemire. now it's Devin Booker. Uh, you've got a very deep team. You got you got a lot of playable players on that team, and they they exceeded expectations. They won 54 games out of 82. They made it to the conference finals because they knew how they were playing. Uh, they knew what they were doing in the game, and and actually that team was trying to win in a. It was always with Mike D'Antoni. It was hey uh, we're going to win a different way. We're going to win in the playoffs by playing offense, not defense. Uh, so that team actually did pretty well, but they ended up losing because they couldn't play enough defense and they didn't quite have enough depth. And then you've got the 0 team. Uh, that team, again, uh, you've got an aging multi-time all-star in Steve Nash. The Suns have an aging multi-time all-star in, in Chris Paul. You've got Amari still at the top of his game. Uh, you've got a lot of depth. And remember, that team had the five-man bench that was just so fun with Goran Channing, Jared Dudley, Lou Amundsen, who, who doesn't remember Lou Amundsen running around and, and scrapping There's for ponytail, balls and all that. And the ponytail and all that. Um, and I'm forgetting one person off that bench. But anyway, yeah, you've got you had that great bench uh, that would come in. Did I not say Goran yet? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Did, you got the young left. Did you? OK. I, 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 no, I'm just trying to. I, I Oh, Leandro Barbosa. Yeah. Beep, beep. Uh yeah, you've got that five man that they would finish out games sometimes and win in the fourth quarter and let Steve Nash and Amari and all those guys watch with their with the towels on and their and their sweats on and cheering from the side, just like this team. So there are similarities to a couple of those SSOLs. <coughs> That's what so, I was trying to
1: say. Look though, I do we count that oh nine ten team as a seven seconds or less because we're post Antoni. We're we're post the the Marion years and the Shack experiment, and but it was you know, still the same that. formula.
2: It still had Amari and 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 Steve Nash, and but but D'Antoni Dan was, was but
1: D'Antoni Dan wasn't the
0: head coach. It was Gentry, and it was you know you had uh, Grant Hill in the fold, and and a couple oldies like that wasn't a seven seconds or less Suns team.
2: Look, that's a, well. I'm let's a second, let's there. set seven seconds or less off to the side for a second, and just say that was the last conference finals team. That the Suns had yeah. could this team beat that team? <sighs> yes, yes, because there's more star series. power, not on just and, a given night, but in a series,
1: and more guys in their prime. Plus, the thing with this, and this is the one point that that I think you your argument holds weight when it comes to seven seconds or less, and this 0910 team is this team is built defensively this team is built to play half court and slower pace this year uh and that's what wins in the playoffs and none of those seven seconds or less teams including the 0910 9 10 team were built in that way so that's why i think this year your team definitely could be 0910 9 10 and could give in a playoff series uh, give those seven seconds or less teams uh, some fits but if we're looking at as a whole, which I know this wasn't really the construct of the article, but if you look at it as a whole, I don't know that the that this team is better than those sixty two win teams, those teams that push the pace, uh th- those teams that that help no. change basketball in that way.
2: Now, no, oh five would have would have been. I'm sorry, Saul. So go no, go ahead. I was just saying, oh five would have would have won by ten or. 10 or 20 over this team in this, you know, on any given night. And certainly the 07 team was better, I think. I was just really focusing on the 6 and 10 teams.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the 05 teams, it would, I wouldn't say wipe the floor, but it wouldn't be close, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, they they just had too much firepower all over the court and, uh, and, and depth, and depth. And I know this team has depth, but they don't have the quality depth that that team had. You know, you don't have Leandro Barbosa, who's a walking bucket, you know, uh, who can slash through the hole, um, you know, coming off the bench. Not not that level of scoring on this team. So uh, I know I know defensively they they would have been able to, you know, hold their own for a little while. But I mean, if you just go matchups, matchups alone, um, you know, I'm sorry. I love them. You know, I love some D.A., um, but man. Uh, I know people in the chat are talking about DA would would uh would be too physical for, for Amari. Amari was no slouch and he was no, too fast. Right now he would be too fast. I'm sorry. He just wouldn't um, and go ahead. The
1: only the only place Aiton would beat Amari is on the boards. That's the only the only place. I think he out rebound Amari, but Amari basically turns Aiton into Oluwakandi Olu- Olu- on the on the uh, defensive end. He puts him on a poster. Or, or oh, I don't know. I, I think sometimes shot. yes. Yeah. Look, look,
2: look, look. If you're talking about two or three dunks in the game, sure. I think uh Amari would would do a poster on Aiden once or twice in the game. But Aiden is so good at verticality, so good at holding yeah. his, his you know what Tim uh Amari's toughest defender, uh what I, I remember is Amari's toughest defender was Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan would stay on his feet would extend his arms, would stay vertical, and Amari couldn't power through him. You know, D.A. gets a lot of crap, rightly, for not being physical into going into guys, but man, does he hold his ground against dudes who are trying to to are trying to trying muscle him. And the only guys, the guys who who can get fouls on D.A. are the ones who can do two or three different moves before they actually go up for the shot. Um, D.A. holds his own on, on a couple of pump fakes. And so Amari would posterize, uh, but D.A. would get just as many stops.
1: I, it's an interesting thought experiment. We'll obviously never know, but uh, you could play it out a little bit in two K. But that doesn't my, even really my, tell you my,
2: either.
0: My my thing is is when you get down to the to to the to brass tacks, uh, Joe Johnson to me is the difference maker in this whole scenario because at every other position, I feel like you have yeah. a pretty good matchup. You know, you got Mikhail Bridges and Sean Marion, and then you have maybe you know you have Steve Nash and CP three, Amari and Aiden. I like Joe Johnson against Devin Booker. That's just me. Maybe that's just hate fire what? right there. <laughs> what?
1: Joe was nasty. So is Book. Yeah, but jo- there, but Joe.
0: Okay. The last right. two
1: minutes, those two guys are trading daggers. Like that I, would be I, I hell like the my last chances with Joe. Okay, you There's can answer.
0: wrong with that. It. I mean, I'm not saying something outlandish. Got to remember, no, son. Joe, Joe would, fell
1: flat on his face and broke it, literally, not figuratively. Uh, uh,
2: that doesn't mean he couldn't play ball, damn. No, Joe was incredible. Uh, Joe would have been that mismatch for sure. That's why I don't think the 05 team, I don't think this current team could be the 05 team in a in a real series if everybody was healthy.
1: I'll give you an unpopular opinion. Oh. Sean Marion destroys Mikael Bridges in that matchup.
2: Oh, yeah. Destroys oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I don't yeah. know about destroys, but I th- I do think he wins that matchup fairly <clears> easily. <throat> so, well, the great thing destroys. about Mikel and Sean, put some Shawn respect it, on Mikel, Okay, you can't say destroys. Dunk.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Amari trying to dunk on Aiton or anything like that. They would just each the uh, uh, would have his game, Sean would have his game, and at the end, Sean would have a much bigger impact on it. That's just the way it is. They would they would cut back, cut each other constantly. Um, uh, Mari would, uh, excuse me, uh, Sean Marion would definitely have a 2010 game, maybe even a 30, 20 game against these Suns.
1: Did I swear? I didn't hear it, but I'm so I used didn't... to the two of you swearing on this show now that, it, uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't phase me at all. Kirby in the BS. chat,
0: you know, our flaming baller, he says, uh, uh swear jar saw. And I'm we'll like have to do what? a playback. Did I curse? I didn't. I didn't think I cursed. Okay.
1: We will check the replay. The refs will be checking the replay. We'll be back. And Blaze Megatron Megatron is
0: and Blaze Megatron is ready to get rid of me on the show. By the way, just because of my Joe Johnson take, I I believe.
1: Blaze, you are a smart man. You will be filling in for Saul next week. That's why we have his LinkedIn up there. If you're looking for a podcast host, uh,
2: check out Saul Bloom on LinkedIn. Uh, So.
1: fun thought experiment highly recommend you head over to brightsideofthesun.com of the check out that article from dave and all the other great writing uh, maybe someday dave i'll dust my writing uh, hat off again and and give you a piece yeah, uh, maybe i will learn should.
2: you should talk <laughs> it's been far too long we take all Let- good writing
1: so, and even my writing.
0: So And that's, uh, and that's why I would never write.
1: And let's, <laughs> I want to I have a little fun here. Quick, rapid fire, gentlemen. When I say rapid fire, that means quick answers. That means
3: no dissertations.
1: <laughs> oh, quick answers for the both of you. Shit, I've only uh, talked
0: for about two minutes this whole show. What are you talking about? There's the swear jar. There here you go, here. Herbie. That, Drop that in the it. swear there jar. <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Saul. Nobody's been uh, talking over anybody or anything on this show. That doesn't happen.
0: I definitely (laughs) don't feel like I'm watching two guys on the porch talk back and forth at all.
1: Time for a little this or that. I'm just going to ignore you, Saul, Uh, which is the usual. Uh, This or that. The premise is simple. I give you two topics. You tell me which one you would actually prefer. Not that complicated here. So the first one, which means more, being named an all-star or having a 2K rating above 90?
0: Oh, you want Dave. me to go first? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Dave saw
0: somebody. saw you go first. <laughs> All right. Uh, being an all-star.
1: Dave?
2: <laughs> Man, um, if, if I'm an NBA player, being an all-star, absolutely. But I tell you what, every freaking August, these guys get up in arms about their new 2K rating. I, ex- I
1: think 2K rating carries more clout with a younger generation than number of times you're an all-star. And the reason I we bring all it up off-
0: – We all see what just happened, right? Everybody see what just happened. Let's keep the answer short. It's this or that. And then these two, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I gave a short little answer like boom. Short and is relative. And it's here we right right go. There. See
1: Dave's answer. You can follow your own <laughs>
0: rules. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: Compared to everything else he said today. I, I'm only I'm I'm providing some context here. The question was because Devin Booker and CP3 were moved up to 88 rate, rankings in 2K21 this week, and it still seems like a travesty. So this or that, would you rather win the dunk contest or be on the winning team in the all-star game?
2: Dunk contest. Dunk contest.
1: Yeah. I agree. Dunk contest. <laughs> uh, all star weekend. Got to ask skills competition or three point competition. Which one would you rather hoist the trophy for?
2: Three. I'll go three pointer. Yeah. I'll go three skills. It
1: shows you're all around player. So uh, I'll yeah, go with okay. that. Uh, should the Suns make a move or stand pat uh, between now and the trade deadline?
0: Got to make a move. They need one more piece, one more piece, not Blake Griffin.
1: Don't worry. He's on his way to, uh, to Brooklyn and not coming here where he has beef with CP3 and has dated yeah. Booker's girlfriend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. Um, yeah, no, I think, uh, gosh dang it's look no middling guys. Cause you already got plenty of good players. You need either an all-star or you need, this or that, one Dave, are
1: you making a move? or Are you standing pat? <laughs>
2: Only big or only tiny. That's it.
1: That's what she said. Right, we move on to the next one. The
2: final she one. She never said the
1: last. Gray sweatpants or a sports car. <laughs> sports car.
0: Ooh. Uh yeah, you, you can't you can't get to the gray sweatpants unless you have the sports car, so I'll go sports car.
1: Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, you've am i turned me into a convert to the gray sweatpants. So I'm going gray sweatpants. That is that, uh, Saul Bookman with the gray sweatpants tip earlier in the year and it it's paid off. So let's move into the best segment of you, the show. No. Are
0: you guys expecting this year or
1: uh, no? Oh, okay. No. All right.
0: You said it paid <laughs> off, so I was like, Oh, hey, got so, one in the well, oven. I'm
2: married
0: and I have a kid. Have a kid. <laughs> uh, if you go. consider
2: hey. my little smart car a sports car, sure. <laughs> my minigame. So, uh,
1: let's move to the best segment of the show. No, not not Saul segment. It's Espo's Big Board. Yeah, that's right. I actually was not lazy and I put one together this weekend. And it is an all-star theme to keep with the this or that questions. It's the top five worst sun's dunk contest participants if you were to put these guys in a dunk contest people would go why the hell did you even bother having a dunk contest much like this uh this weekend's dunk contest so we move to number five on the big board it is the big o oliver miller i would not want to see a dunk contest involving oliver miller Unless the
2: hoop was seven feet tall. Uh, we moved oh, to, so number... you got to play that. Play, you got to play that clip of Devin. Hey, hey, hey,
1: Hey, hey. <laughs> just zip it. Let's keep moving on. Number four, Jared Dudley, athletic hands, not known for his ability to jump. I don't think I'd uh, exactly go with, uh, Jared Dudley in a dunk contest. Number three, the human victory cigar. It is, uh, <laughs> Pat is Pat
0: Burke. The human victory cigar.
1: Not only I does he look like so one. So much. Not only does he look like one. He only played when they were going to win a game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't think I'd want to watch uh, Pat Burke try to dunk it all. Uh, number two on the list is Danny Shays. If you wear rec specs like that, you look like you should be launching threes in uh, the YMCA. You Want to see it rain? Let it rain. And, uh, not, not trying to dunk. And number one on the list, Saul hit it. You would not want to see this guy. One Espo <laughs> taking lobs from Devin Booker in an this NBA is, dunk contest.
0: This is the opposite of the Rocky Four montage right here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this, I, look, if even if this is a seven-foot hoop, and I still wouldn't uh, put myself in a dunk contest. That is, oh, the top goodness. five worst Suns dunk contest uh, participants. Me being number I gotta one. admit,
2: every time I see it, I like it more and more. I think hey, you did. You you held you held your own pretty well.
1: Look at that. It, you you play anything enough, and you'll win somebody over, and that somebody is Dave King.
2: There's so that is Espo's
1: big board. We'll bring uh, it back next week.
0: Nice job, nice job, Espo. Hey, yeah. by the way, so uh, I I do have a total obscurity um, this week. Uh, it's only one, but I figured since the suns are hot, uh, I wanted to know. What is the hottest place on the planet?
1: The hottest place on the planet, Death Valley.
0: Devin
2: Booker's, no, just kidding.
0: No, it's actually, a, uh, this, this place has been recorded as having 136 degree temperature. Oh, Death Valley? Nope. This is La Azizia, Libya. Ah. Uh,
2: yeah. ah. Yeah. And it has water too. And it has water too. Isn't that crazy? Yes, yeah. <laughs> says a Phoenician, yes, that is crazy. There yeah. you go.
1: I love that Dave went Death Valley like a minute and a half after I said Death Valley.
2: You said something. <laughs> I, I wasn't listening to you. As if it was some
1: epiphany. By the way, Blaze Megatron in the chat says, Dan Chase gets burned a lot on this show. Yeah. Because I'm knows. the one guy that remembers Danny Shays. <laughs> That's why. Uh yeah so uh, that you just have one total obscurity that was just that was just it? one
0: just one I, and and mostly I want to take the rest of this time to congratulate you on finally watching some basketball movies like White Men Can't Jump and He Got Game. Uh, I know you watched He Got Game because Langston Galloway was on, and I didn't realize that until he was talking about how he had the He Got Games. And so you know I, I just you know congratulations. Are you going to watch Hoosiers next? No, or,
1: look look um, I watched I watched He Got Game because you suggested. I had no clue that Langston was actually gonna bring it up right after we talked about it in the pre-show meeting yes I showed up to the pre-show meeting everybody yes for those of I you told, wondering
0: because I told him to <laughs> yes.
1: and when Saul tells me to do something yeah. I'm gonna do it for him uh, no look wow. uh, you need to tell game. him every Saturday then so he, he got game was a much better film than white man can jump in my mind had a story uh, I, I enjoyed it uh, Denzel actually believable As a basketball player, he played in junior college for P.J. Carlissimo. Like, I actually believed that he was a basketball player. Uh, Ray Allen, obviously, I believe, was a basketball player, too. And Rick Fox, being the playboy guy at a... uh, at a college campus totally bought that as well so it was believable I mean, to me this
0: d- didn't it look like that was probably north carolina that he was walking yeah, through the halls of i mean he really did sell that a little too well hey uh yeah you're gonna meet the assistant coaches i was like man i didn't have assistant coaches like that in college <laughs> the,
1: i wish i did the best double team ray allen ever faced but anyways <laughs> l- look i uh i i enjoyed the movie i had two problems with it right <laughs> Two problems. Buck Dog in the chat. As so, well, Buck- I feel like
0: your parent. You disappoint me more each week.
1: I think Buck Dog's actually my dad. My dad's hiding behind the name Buck Dog and uh, reminding me how disappointed
2: he is. Well, can he you, you imagine two- on, on his deathbed, he's going to reveal, "I was always Buck Dog."
1: <laughs> at least he's supporting me financially through this show, one dollar at a time, like Buck Dog is paying. One dollar. Uh, look, uh, I I had two problems with the game. Right, and I, I get why it was this way, but the names of the colleges, big state, and, and then Tech U, like, come on, you couldn't put a little more effort in some fake colleges, like, you couldn't go into to like North Texas, or what was that?
0: I said, like, you mean like Arizona State University?
1: Oh, no, even that's too fake for me. Tempe Normal, I would have bought, but uh, but look, you know, like that, that was. I don't, know, I don't know that took me out of it a little bit, and then the very, very, very last scene. I just, I, I just, I, I don't, I didn't like it Left
0: you speechless, clearly.
1: <laughs> it, 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 I'm trying to be respectful to, to Spike because most of the movie, very good. That last scene. Even though it was supposed to be like a, a metaphor, I guess uh, it was heavy-handed and, and very bizarre. So that is. uh
0: <laughs> Darth Void said they should have named it Southampton Institute of Technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do
1: do do the uh, the acronym there. I agree. Uh, at least the naming of the team.
0: So. I, I, I'm always, I'm a sucker for an accepted reference. Nice job, Darth.
1: It, I did. Amazing how many cameos are in that movie. Yeah. Like they got. They got Jordan to say he got game, which there's always one time when, when you name a movie, when you name drop the movie in a film and when Michael Jordan's the guy name dropping it for you, you are forgiven yeah. for saying the name of the film in the movie.
0: By the way, this is a completely off topic, but coming to America part two came out yesterday. Uh, and I watched the original cause my fiance hadn't watched it in forever and she forgot the whole movie apparently. So I can't believe how many cameos are in that movie. Like you got Cuba Gooding Jr. just sitting in the barbershop. Doesn't even have a doesn't even have a word in the scene. That's yeah. because
1: he was just actually sitting there waiting for his hair to get S-
0: Samuel Jackson with a scene like
1: it, a it lot of big time. The film for me. I have not had the opportunity. Are you talking the original or the, the sequel? original? You oh, jack. OK, OK, okay. fine. <laughs> you I thought you, Jack. I thought you were talking about who came back for the sequel. No. <laughs> OK, the original. Okay.
0: Okay. I literally just said You're I had gag. to watch the original because my fiance hadn't seen it. Okay, okay. Uh, you, you should. That's 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 almost a. Off- you almost need to put some money in the swear jar just because I'm offended by that.
1: If well, I put look, money, man, if, if I put money in a jar every time I had a bad take, we'd have this thing fully funded. Like I know. we
2: would. We'd, <laughs> we'd also be bankrupt. <laughs> this, is, this is true. Personally look, bankrupt, but the show would be fully funded. Tra- so,
1: trading places, you should. Uh, Go back and check that one oh, because
2: trading places was so good.
1: It it applies to the Top Shot market, I think too. When uh, when you look at yeah. investing and in everything and futures, it's a that's a fun one too. Enough digressing about movies. Any final thoughts uh, from the episode? Any anything that you want to get off your chest before we go, Dave? Why don't you start?
2: Oh, final thoughts. Uh, look, this I, I can't wait to watch the second half of this season for the Suns, man. This, this team is legit, and it's really fun to actually be able to watch a legit team, not just a, God, I hope they make the playoffs team.
0: No, I totally agree. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. They have a brutal schedule. Um, they, well, they have a couple points in the schedule that are kind of brutal, um, especially the East Coast swing that they have. Um, I'm just very interested to see how this team really – I think we're going to learn so much about this team in maybe the next month, month and a half. Um, and and we'll really be able to either cement our feelings about their chances in the West or we're just going to be happy with whatever the results are going to be in the playoffs. Um, I hope it's the former. And uh, yeah. it's going to be fun to watch, I think though, the no the matter difference, what.
2: the difference is CP3. He's not going to let this team lose their focus i think uh, a young team without a cp3 leading them would possibly crumble a little bit under the second half of the season pressure uh but i don't think cp is going to let them do it
1: uh my thought the biggest storyline over the next two weeks is how many guys followed protocol during this all-star break and how many didn't because that could severely impact the way things play out in in two weeks back from break for teams across The NBA and I think could be a storyline that in a tightly packed Western Conference could have an impact on where teams finish,
0: especially considering a lot of states are starting to loosen restrictions. Um, Man, it, it could get really ugly, really quick, or maybe maybe we're on the downside of this whole thing. And I hope I hope that's the case.
1: uh, It'll be an interesting wrinkle in a season that has had a lot of them. So uh, that is our program. Special thanks to Langston Galloway for joining us. A reminder, check him out on the Suns uh, multimedia channels, kicking it. With LG, highly recommend the show. It is entertaining.
0: For for those who just joined the show, can can we play the intro one more time? Just give them a taste of what the new brand looks
2: like. That's right. Yeah. The new branding is hot, guys. Let's Good do guy it. Here, here, we, go. here we go. Let's start the show
1: over again.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Tim Kintra from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz. Tonight's
2: matchup on the solar panel. ESPO versus the Silver Fox versus Carmel Thunder. Ahoy, ahoy. I,
0: I think that's pretty sweet.
1: We actually have another drop, and I know we don't have it ready, but it's uh, specifically for Dave, and we'll we'll debut that next weekend, but I think you'll enjoy it, Dave.
2: It's specifically for, oh, no, I don't it's think I it's will, but it's, it's specifically for me. Specifically
1: <laughs> for you, for Mr. Tim Kittrow of NBA Jam. You oh, should be honored oh, yes, yes. that uh, that he did I this. I suppose
0: editing that one.
1: <laughs> I will be. It'll be, be on the board. I'll play it uh, multiple times every episode. Uh, so yes thank you again to Langston Galloway thank you uh to Tim Kittrell for the new voiceover Tom O'Grady and the entire design yep. team uh, for the new logo we really appreciate that uh, you can follow Dave at Dave King MBA the NBA is there because he is a, a an all-star in his own right uh, you've got Saul Bookman, Carmel Thunder from down under. You can find him on LinkedIn at Saul <laughs> <laughs> underscore Bookman. He is I just a- Langston oh, Galloway's
2: nice. reaction to the stat me, Dave. Buck um, <laughs> BuckDog <laughs> missed it. You gotta play it back, buddy.
1: Think, <laughs> you could here, here, Saul Bookman with the actual Twitter logo. You can find him on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. The underscore is there because when the Saul is in the zone, the Bookman's got no chance to defend him. So that's, that's right, baby. That's it is. You that's can right. find me at Espo on twitter you can find the show on twitter and instagram at sunsolarpanel follow us give us a five-star review if you're listening on the podcast and click that join or subscribe button if you're watching us on youtube and until next time thanks for watching i'm greg sposito ahoy